This is Financial Advisor Say the Darndest Things, and I'm your host, A.B. Ridgeway. And this segment is called Christian News That You Can Use. We go over the recent top news stories and give our perspective and give you, the listener, some insight on what to look out for. We have a great episode waiting for you, so let's cue the intro and get this show started. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Welcome back. This is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. And once again, I am your host, A.B. Ridgeway financial advisor and owner of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. And today, we're going to go over some of the top stories that are impacting your financial lives. Our first story, the government makes a bold move and introduces legislation that may eliminate taxes on unused portions of the 529 plan when converted into an IRA. Now, now you may or may not have heard of a 529 plan before, but a 529 plan is an investment account that offers tax benefits when used to pay for qualified education expenses for a designated beneficiary. You can use a 529 plan to pay for college, K-12 tuition, apprenticeship program, and student loan repayment. Let's just be honest here. College is expensive and the sooner you save, the better. If you don't have any kids, I don't want you to stop listening just yet because all 529 plans accept third-party contributions regardless of who owns the account. That means anyone, including grandparents, aunts, uncles, or even friends can help a child save for college. That's great news, isn't it? You do not have to be a family member of the beneficiary to contribute to their 529 plan. So even friends of the family, you can help too. So. What is the good news about these 529 plans? They've been around for a while. Why is this Christian news that we can use? Well, Senator Richard Burr, he's a Republican out of North Carolina, and Bob Casey, he's a Democrat out of Pennsylvania, have introduced the College Saving Recovery Act. It's legislation to allow for special rollovers to Roth IRAs from long-term qualified tuition programs without a penalty. That's very important here. Do you know what that means for you? And do you know what that means for your children? If you don't, don't worry, I'm gonna tell you. Traditionally, if you've established a 529 plan, let's say for a child, and they did not go to school, and he's like, you know what? High school, I'm done. You know, I'm not going to college. You either had to transfer the ownership to another child that was actually willing to go, or you had to pay an early withdrawal penalty of 10%. So let's say your only child, or maybe you don't have any nieces or nephews. Now you take this huge penalty of 10%. The kid doesn't go to college, and you just have the money right back into your same pocket. You could have just invested it yourself. Now, on a recent show, Financial Advisors Say the Darnest Things, it's episode number 69. We actually had Shay Newton. She's a certified financial planner, 
She's owner of Financial Journey LLC. And on that episode, she explains her tragic story of actually trying to save for her daughter's college tuition and the lessons she learned. Now, if you're thinking of starting a 529 plan, I think you should listen to that episode first. It may save you some of the heartache this mother suffered thinking she was doing the right thing. I actually have a link in the description below if you want to go check that out. But but think about this here. If this legislation goes into effect, that means parents can roll these assets into a Roth IRA and start a child off on the right path of saving for their future. I mean, can you imagine the possibilities? If you save, let's say, $100,000 or $200,000 for tuition over the 18 years that this child has been alive, and even if they don't go to college, they now have a stable nest egg where the growth is tax-free. Obviously, there's some criteria that may need to be met, but it is possible. But think about it. They can now establish a retirement plan early, as early as 18 years old. That is very powerful. So this, in my opinion, is a win-win. The parents can start saving early and the child has the flexibility to go to a school or follow a passion project. I mean, I love hearing great news like this in finances because I know there is going to be a generation of parents who want to do the right thing for their children without so much risk. And I believe this may be a great option going forward and everyone should look into it. And if you don't have any children, one can be established for the child and you can contribute to it as a gift, as I said before. So if you have a family member, let them know about this. Okay, so on to our next story. The SEC charges broker for breaking regulation best interest. So the SEC has charged its first brokerage firm with violating the terms of regulation best interest. The SEC's regulation best interest or regulation BI under the Securities Exchange Act of 1934. So what this does, it establishes a quote unquote best interest standard of conduct for broker dealers and associated persons when they make a recommendation to a retail customer of any security transaction or investment strategy involving securities, including recommendations of types of accounts. Now this comes directly from FINRA.org's website. Now, the brokers, they're charged with selling $13 million of unrated bonds, basically junk bonds, to retirees, despite them being unsuitable for the investor. Now, with high-profile cases such as the Ponzi scheme that Madoff ran, as an investor, you're probably asking yourself, how do I protect myself? Well, don't worry because I'm here to help you with some tips that you can use to help you choose a financial advisor who is going to have your best interest in mind. So the first thing we need to do, we need to review your account statements. I know it looks like a lot of jargon, but listen to me for a second. I'm not asking you to become a forensic accountant and count every penny, but I want you to be sure to develop your own auditing system. This way, if there's too much trading, when you see large sums of money going in and out of your portfolio, or when your allocation is really kind of out of whack, you can have a conversation with your financial advisor. Good financial advisors 
are always happy to speak about strategy because that is something that they can control. Now, market fluctuations and what the feds do and inflation, all those type of things, advisors don't control that. But we can prepare and position ourselves to take advantage of those market movements. Number two, I want you to ask your advisor, who is your custodian? Do you know what a custodian is? Don't worry. What am I going to do? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, obviously. That's why I love this show. The show is called Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things because these vocabulary words are not in a majority of people's vernacular. Nobody really walks around and knows what a custodian is other than somebody who they feel cleans up, right? So a custodian in finance is a third-party bank that holds the cash and assets on behalf of the advisor. In our case, at AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, our custodian is TD Ameritrade, which is merging with Charles Schwab. So we will have a new custodian. But at no point do we hold the cash or the assets. So let's say somebody mails us a check. We have to notate it. When we get audited, we have to make sure that that check was sent, when it was received, how much we received, where we sent it, all that type of information. Okay. So the money doesn't go to AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC. When a firm has a third party bank, this limits the risk to investors like you. With our custodian, you could check on your portfolio at any time and they generate the statements. So our firm cannot manipulate those numbers as Madoff did in that Ponzi scheme. Number three, what we're going to do, we're going to look for a fiduciary or a fee only advisor. Now, a fiduciary fee only advisor is one that doesn't get paid from commissions. They're not compensated based on what they sell you, but on the services that they provide. They're paid for the quality of their recommendations and not the amount of the profit that is tied to those recommendations. The only person who pays them is the client. These type of advisors have taken a verbal and written oath to always work in the best interest of the client, which is in alignment with regulation best interest. The same ones those brokers got busted for violating. If you are looking for a fee-only advisor, let me just say this. I want you to take a look at XY Planning Network where you can search a database of advisors. You can search for a niche as well. So if you're looking for an advisor that likes fishing, hunting, or maybe you're looking for a Christian advisor. Now, if you're looking for a Christian advisor, come check us out first. Okay, <laughs> but we know we're not the only option. There are other great Christian advisors out there as well. So we want one that is going to be a good fit for you. If we're going to be a good fit, reach out to us. If we're not, feel free to take our information to any advisor you wish. But we want to give you sound advice so you can make a good decision for you. This whole situation reminds me of a scripture. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 6. It says, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. And I want to bring you the truth to expose the evil that is out there. This world is stopping you from being prosperous. They scare you about inflation in the stock market. They scare you about the gas prices. They, rah, what about war? What about all that? Rah, rah. They're constantly putting fear into you. So much that you really don't know what to do. But I'm here to help you and give you the truth. You will not find this type of information on Facebook because 
this type of information doesn't make anyone money. It doesn't help with the algorithm. So people who are producing this material, they're not going viral. You know, you don't go viral for sharing about fee-only advisors. It just doesn't happen. There's not enough people to do it. But you get a monkey twerking at the zoo, then it's on everyone's feed, right? But no one is teaching you how to protect your money. No one is teaching you how not to make emotional decisions. No one is teaching you how to choose a financial advisor. But guess who is? We are. Because we believe knowledge is power. We abhor the individual who took advantage of those retirees. And we don't want you to be taken advantage of either. So be sure to share these podcasts, share these episodes, share this information to help yourself but also to protect your loved ones. Because today, if we just learn a little more, we can achieve more. Now, if you haven't heard, you're probably living under a rock, but the Federal Reserve decided to raise rates again by three-fourths of a percent. I know many of you have seen the news coverage and still a little unsure of what that exactly means. But if you've been listening to the podcast, if you're on our mailing list, which link will be in the description below, we have been covering this since the initial rate hikes earlier this year. As with anything in finance, we don't focus on what we can't control. We focus on what we can control. How much the feds raise rates is something we just can't control. The consumer price index and inflation are things that we can't control. If the stock market goes up or down tomorrow, it's something we cannot what? It is something we can't control, but we can control how much cash we put down on a loan to lower the interest rate. We can control how many additional principal payments we make to a loan to reduce the interest paid over the term of the loan. We can control our allocation and reduce our equity exposure. We can control how much additional debt we take on going forward and how much cash we use for purchases. Now, when the economy is going down, it's going down across the board. There is rarely any safe place to turn during this time. As we saw a few days ago, we are officially in a bear market. Now, what is a bear market? When the market, not just your portfolio, is experiencing prolonged price declines. This will encourage selling on the side of retail investors who are trying to protect their principal out of fear or are still in the distribution phase of their financial plan. Fortunately, for those who are invested, this has some upside. One, the price of equities will start to fall. So as you receive dividends and reinvest, you are reinvesting at a lower price point. Sounds pretty good, right? So if you stayed invested as the market recovers, you'll actually end up with more capital gains in theory. So yes, your portfolio will take a hit. But remember, you don't lose money unless you sell. You still have the asset. And also keep this in mind, not all assets pay dividends, so I, I definitely want to make that clear here. But for those assets that do, that's a bonus for you. But the focus shouldn't be on the amount of money you have, but on how many additional shares you are accumulating at a cheaper price. Do you get that? Because the more shares you buy at a lower price, 
when they appreciate, you're going to make what? More money. Some may be asking me, well, Mr. Ridgeway, why don't you just rebalance the portfolio to hold assets that have done well in a recession in other bear markets? Sounds pretty simple. Well, our philosophy has always been to already hold these portfolio hedging assets, even in expansion and bull markets. Our portfolios are not meant to give you the highest of highs or the lowest of lows. That's why you will see a stable decline and also stable growth over the course of your holdings. They are designed to have less of a roller coaster effect because we are investing for the long term. Clients aren't experiencing a huge 30% increase nor a 30% decline on a random Wednesday like those who invested their life savings into Netflix stocks because they love to watch movies. But also, I want you to think about this. If the average recession lasts an average of 11 months, how many months ago did the pandemic start? If you answer 27 months ago, you would be 100% correct. Time flies, doesn't it? You don't want to make a short-term decision on long-term money. What you do want to do at this moment is put together the strategy that you will maintain over the course of years going forward. To create such a huge overhaul of a portfolio for a short duration of time may cause more harm than good unless you are hugely misaligned with your future goals. What we do is not necessarily a buy and hold strategy either. It is still important to rebalance your portfolio and know which allocations to place additional funds for reinvestments. But think about this, it's always important for your advisor and you to be on the same page. Even us here as host and listener, I'm going to be introducing you to concepts based on these rate hikes and other variables so you are fully aware of what is going on and how that affects you and your investments. Investors need transparency. They need someone to tell them when it is good, but also let them know when things could be better. And let me say this, why it's on the top of my mind. To all the people who have rental property, I know this is a good time for you. Because during this time, you'll be able to receive higher rent on properties, especially those who already have low interest rates locked in for the next decade or so. On future episodes, we'll also be talking about strategies to maximize those rental properties so you can develop a good stream of income during this market recession. So be sure to check out our resources on our website and send us your questions and comments. We want to hear from you, the people, and what you are thinking. You know why? Because we want to help. That's it from us. We have a lot of great episodes on the podcast, so be sure to check those out. If you're looking for a financial advisor, the information to reach us will be available right after this podcast. Make sure you go to that merchandise store, pick you up a sweater, a shirt, a hat, a mug. Let all your friends know that your faith and your finances are not separate. Until next time, I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. 
If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnestein podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.